Radio. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 387. The 387th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. See what I did there? I stumbled. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'll be going over the books of the future. More specifically, uh, the, the, the FOCs, the Final Order Cutoffs. Uh, what does that mean? Well... It's, there's an order date due to all the uh, retailers out there, and, you know, they don't put in their order, or those books don't get ordered through these retailers by that specific date, then they don't get printed, thus creating the demand for a second printing, because they're not just printing these as, you know, you see how this works? Just for you newbies out there, I know there's some long-time listeners like, Brian, shut up, bro, 387 episodes, three and a half years, we get it, but, uh, no. We're not gatekeepers here. We don't have that type of attitude at the Cheers to Comics podcast. We fill everybody in. Um, speaking of feeling, filling everybody in, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, something new is happening here. Uh, I, I urge you to subscribe to the Cheers to Comics YouTube channel because Polis Priorities is now going to be in video format. I just decided to, today that I was going to do that, so... Fingers crossed we can keep this consistent. Uh, but I, I think I think it'll be beneficial. You know, I was, I was looking at some numbers, you know, listening to some some statistics, you know, being a stats guy, and especially for the speculators out there. Everybody loves statistics, right, as a speculator? Um, it, believe it or not, the majority, meaning over 50%, and I believe it's closer to 80%, people that consume their podcasts do it in video format on YouTube. So I know I'm trying to be a purist, you know, podcast is audio, but apparently that's, we're just changing the definition of shit now. And yeah, but, um, with that being said, you know, uh, just hit up the, 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 the YouTube channel and, uh, subscribe if you haven't done that and you'll, you'll get to see the, uh, the behind the scenes, I guess, uh, real time, just, pre-recorded i'm not doing them live yet uh honestly i will start doing them live on tiktok if you head on over to tiktok if you're brave enough to do so and you're not worried about chinese information infiltration uh that was a sweet phrase that i just said um (laughs) information infiltration uh then yeah no uh join or follow follow sorry i'm old i'm like I don't know, five weeks into TikTok or whatever. Uh, follow Cheers to Comics. Once I can get to that thousand marker, we can uh, we 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 could start doing live, and I'm gonna do it exclusively through TikTok. So if you want to see live poll as priorities, then yeah, because as of right now, there's still the uh, the magic 
of editing to be had, so you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. Um, <laughs> let's just get into it, he said three and a half minutes later. Uh, FOCs, people. FOCs. Final order cutoffs. Whoops, what is this? What is this? I'm going to go ahead and shrinky-dink my screen here. This, <laughs> since we're... We're just jumping right in. Um, I'm going to flop right out for a second. It was just the shallow end. Uh, while, while we're hopping on the internet here, i got to shout out the Cheers to Comics shop, or more specifically, shopcheerstocomics.com. And isn't it a, is, is this a place where you could just go and get Cheers to Comics face masks and uh, logoed Crocs? No, that's not what it is at all. Cheers to Comics, if you're not aware... Um, you know, the whole reason for the hiatus was the store. And, uh, that's, uh, that, that's, that's what's happening right in this area. So when you use code podcast to check it out while you're checking out, you, you save yourself, I believe it's 10%, 15%. I might even just change it to 15% just to make it for the sake of me not having to question myself every time. It's been a minute since I've, uh, uh, I had to, you know, I set that coupon code, so I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you use code shop or use code podcast. Sorry, at shopcheerstocomics.com and save yourself some money off already discounted books. See, this is a five ninety nine price tag here. And click on it. You know, five ninety nine. I got it for five sixty nine. That that was the week it came out. Look at how sweet that cover is. Look at that. That's that's rad. That's rad. So, yeah, make sure you hit up shopcheerstocomics.com. Support a small business and eventually a brick and mortar. That's the whole idea. We get successful on here and uh, the brick and mortar happens. That's going to be exciting. So, where should we start? Should we start with the DC at Lunar or should we start with the rest of the stuff over at uh, Diamond, a.k.a. Previews World? Hmm, let's just go Lunar. Let's go lunar, baby. Mm-hmm. Cheers, bitches. All right. Uh, do. Orders do. Through your uh, local comic book shop. And if you don't have a place to order, your pre-order your books and get a discount, then I'll give you two places. And I know the obvious answer is, well, shopcheerstocomics.com. And how, how would you do that? Uh, well, you just... On all any and all social media uh, out, outlets, you can. Um, well, actually, you know what? We'll just email store at cheerstocomics.com, and uh, that that's all you need to do. Just tell me what you want to add to your list, and all pre-orders are fifteen percent, fifteen percent off cover price um, when you order through. Cheers to comics.com. Shop cheers to comics.com. And if you're like, you know what, they're too new for me. You know, you're still dipping your toes in there, Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna support you one, you know, in some way. I'll buy some books off your website. I'll use code podcast, we'll check it out. But I want somebody that's more established, you know, that that's used to having a subscription list. Well, there's no shame in my game. Hit up nerds forever. 307nerdsforever.com. Uh my boy Tarl will take care of you that 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 is a promise and he also offers a very very uh hefty uh, probably competitive is probably the the most transparent word i can use uh discount uh, there 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 is out there so um uh yeah 
there you go. There's some there's some ways to do it. Just in case for some reason your local comic book shop uh, doesn't offer a discount when pre-ordering, which is just a shame. All right, let's do this. Let's start out with uh Fanananana Batman number 126 Chip Zarsky continues on and I got to say the C cover, the Gilliam March cover. Oh man. That is gorgeous. We got a was an ASM 316 homage with oh shit. Let's see if the name failsafe. There we go. Uh, yep, failsafe on the cover. This this one's gonna do well. I promise you there. Um, I I you know I say this is a ten to twelve dollar book. The for the first week it's out. Then probably drop down to you know. No, and I I say ten to twelve is pretty fair because it's a six dollar price tag there. You know, it bottoms out at eight. That's my bold prediction. This book doesn't sell for less than eight dollars. Once, yeah, it's just an awesome cover, and it seems that Failsafe is already playing well. My DC books will be here soon, people. I know I keep saying that, but they'll be here. Uh, lots, lots of covers. There you got your Mikel Janine swimsuit, the one in twenty-five in Lee, which is pretty, pretty dope in itself. Gotta love the Alex Gardner. The eight color covers good. Uh, there's a 1 in 50 jock, a 1 in 100 Ryan Sook. Uh, there you go. Uh, Batman Neil Year number 5. There's one, two, two covers there. Batman Day books are coming. Uh, what do we have? Oh, shoot. Hush. Damn. A little too late there, unfortunately. I just went to the Jim Lee sign and I should probably do a fan expo um, recap episode like I did last year. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, spoilers, I had a blast. Um, met Jim Lee. It was fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, friggin' Batman, Damien. Um, that hush. That's a good choice. What else do we have here? A mystery case book that looks like it's for the kiddos. Uh, Batman hush. Uh, or I'm sorry. What did I say? Hush. Wait. What is this? The thirtieth Anna. Oh no, that's a hardcover. My bad. So there you go. It looks like there's just the two there, which which is good. Don't want to overwhelm them. Too much Batman. Oh, too much Batman. There's enough Batman. How's that? Um, Batman Killing Time wrapping up with its sixth issue. Great Cal New cover. Oh, yeah. That's some good stuff there. Uh, and then the one in 25, Ben Oliver. That's, that's dope. Uh, then, okay, Batman World's Finest number four, second printing. There's your old, uh, or your new, to be more specific. Oh, man. What do they call them? I forget what they call them. The sector two, I don't know. But, um, yeah. another cover appearance. Not the first cover appearance, though. And then there's also a 1 in 25 foil variant on that as well. Oh, could be huge, could be nothing. It seemed like everybody got real excited, but once the character appeared, they were like, oh, shit, it doesn't look like they're going to do anything with them. Um, that that, that kind of killed the market a little bit. But the way DC's hyping it up, you know, I don't know if they're just trying to play Trixie with us or they do have plans for this character. You know, even Dan Moore was like, I had a lot of fun with this character. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fucking, it, it could be a thing. Could be a thing. We'll see. And that is a gamble, though. You know, for your shops out there listening. The one in 25, I don't know. Um, long term, for sure. 
Long-term game, yeah. If you're into that kind of stuff and you have the, the, the ability to do that, then for sure. But I think it's long-term at best. Uh, Batman Urban Legends, number 18. couple covers there. Look at that. What is that? The, uh... Oh, shh. Incorporated? Is that... I don't freaking know. Signal and... Darn it, I don't remember their names. Uh, let's see. There's a C cover on that as well. Very nice. Black Adam Justice Society Files Cyclone number one that I just recently saw the ba most recent Black Adam trailer and um, yeah yeah look good and I have a feeling those that also felt the same way I did is probably gonna want to get into this just because it's you know Black Adam new stuff you know people might like it probably gonna there's a photo variant on that as well. Uh, let's see here. Mm, scout. Uh, oh, Dark Crisis. Uh, Red Canary first appearance. So I uh, hear. Um, you know, yeah, yeah there, that could be something. But w as we all know, DC speculation. Um, it's probably. I'd say it's one in twenty-five. I say for every twenty-five. Now. It's probably closer to 40, maybe even pushing 50. For every new 50 characters that DC puts out, and it's a lot, one of them uh, is a hit. You know, you got your punchlines, you know, and that's, it's been a minute, you know, and since then we've had Ghostmaker, you know, Ghostmakers are obviously playing a huge part and not really doing great in the speculator market which is crazy. I'm swiping them all up every moment I get. Anytime I see a Ghostmaker or Batman 102, A or B cover, even more specifically the B cover, I I snag it Any, or under five bucks. Uh, and th 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 that's, that's often. I really think that's the most undervalued DC modern key since Punchline out there is Batman 102. But, and it's not, I mean, you go from 89 to 102, it's not that huge of a leap. But uh, yeah, still. And maybe even Clown Hunter. That's another one that you should mm, totally do. Um, but my point is, in that long rambling rant, that Dark Crisis number three, uh, it, it, it could be due. I don't know. I don't know. Red Canary. Uh, anyway, we got one, two, three covers on that. There's a one in 25, a one in 50, a one in 100 foil. Very nice. Um, and the Dan Mora. Oh, what is this? There's the, okay. The G cover is the one you want. Definitely the G cover because that's the, the the first cover appearance. If and well, hold on. Let me let me confirm that. I don't have my glasses on. I don't see her in any other 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 covers. You try saying that. So um yeah no this this design mm, yeah. All the more reason why you should subscribe on YouTube. You know, now, you, now I, it's, we're talking comic books, man. We got to talk visuals a little bit, right? I caved. I'm sorry. And you got to look at it. It's great. I'm going to order 6,000 minus, <laughs> just kidding. But I, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to get 10. I'm not going to lie. Lots of covers on this. Is she on that one? Nope. No, definitely the Dan Moore cover. hundred percent. That's, that's so far my DC pick of the week. Even over the Batman 126. Even over that. 
DC Voices Vampires, number eight. Um, two covers there. With the, the one in 25. I might have to order 25 just to get this John Jang cardstock variant, because good lord. That, that Wonder Woman vampire. I'm so glad John Jang's getting... Not not just exclusive cover art. Now he's getting mainstream art, and this this makes me incredibly incredibly excited. You know, I I gotta I gotta chill with. I, I mean, I don't want to say chill, but I could almost say chill with John Jang this this weekend uh, fan expo, and it was uh uh that that dude is so cool, man. It was so cool. He. <sighs> I'm t- I'm gonna do a wrap up podcast. We'll talk all about it. But just because of that, though, because of how cool he is, I'm down to order 25 of these. Just because I mean, even who was that? Uh, Nathan Zerzi on that B cover. That's that's a great cover. That's a great cover in itself. I don't know, man. I I beautiful, beautiful. Uh, continuing on. Uh, Flash Beyond number four. There we go. There's a Zermanical. Zermanical. Let's let's. All right, right on, right on. Cool. Uh, in the one twenty-five. Harley Quinn number eighteen. John Boy on the A cover. Everyone, oh, that's dope. A Harley Quinn John Boy cover. Nice. Task Force Double X. Say what? Look at Stephanie Phillips still on that 19, 18th issue. <sighs> Another one, you know. Oh, 12 issues maybe. Bullshit. This this one's... I say this one goes... I bet she goes 30 minimum on Harley Quinn. Minimum. I, I'd, I'd be as bold as to say 40, 47. Because DC likes to end shit at weird numbers sometimes. Um, but, yeah. She's just her her run on, and ah, infinity. You see it right there on the cover. Harley Quinn to infinity. Stephanie Phillips to infinity. Oh shit! George Duarte on the art now. Not a, not oh shit! Not a Riley Rossmo. Hmm. Hmm. You know, let's let's read the uh, synopsis on this. One small step for the Gotham villains. One giant leap for clown kind. That's right. This fashionably vocal clown is headed to space. Turns out there's some old experiment left in the JLA moon base, and Luke Fox, Batman, has, yep, Batman, Batman, has put together a, a team of former villains to help clean up the mess. Sending a bunch of villains to the moon. What could go right? Join me, Killer Frost, Bronze Tiger, Solomon Grundy, and more as we learn to moonwalk and put the X in Task Force XX. Nice. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, What do we got for variants on this one? Another uh, Derek Chu. (laughs) Oh, you hockey fans out there. I bet there's some Avalanche fans here local in Colorado that might be into this. I mean, it's not an av on there, but, you know. With us, I say us as if I had... (laughs) I watched my first hockey game ever uh, this year, and it was uh, game six of the Stanley Cup final. It was exciting. I'm a hockey fan now, I think, maybe, possibly. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, but this is the one. 
we're, 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 if we're paying homage this week, this this is the one. Harley Quinn, Ryan Souk, number 18. Beautiful, beautiful Batman number 27. Or wait, Detective 27. Batman 1. Motherfucker. Detective 27. God damn it. But, uh, yeah. This, yeah, Batman. Batman 1. Probably. Nope, Detective Spring Issue. Jesus Christ. Regardless, that's, that's the, that's a great cover that's gonna do very well. Shops, don't, don't sleep on that one. And Rose Besh fans, I mean... She's got a cover, and there's plenty of reasons to. It, it's. I mean, I could see someone easily getting 25 just of the the Ryan Soup cover. So yeah, all right. See what I'm. You see what I'm saying here, people? Uh, Multiversity Teen Justice number three. What's this? Mm-hmm. Miniseries that goes to Earth 11. Oh, that's right. Oh, I should be reading that. God, dang it, Bobby. Uh, sweet cover, sweet cover. Uh, new champion of Shazam. Oh, this is a... Who do we say? Josie Campbell and Evan Doc Shaner. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mary Bromfield. Oh, this is a long one. Has always struggled to determine who she is outside her family. Okay, so it's a Mary Shazam book. Four-parter. Bam. That's all I'm going to read. There's a struggle... That Joshua Middleton. Damn. That dude can draw, man. That dude can draw. Like, I, ah. I've... Coming off of Comic-Con, it happens every year, but lately I've been so inspired to just try to get back into art again. And stuff like this, man. Damn. And this is why comics are one of the many reasons comics are amazing because it truly is inspiring. I turned some people out this weekend. I'm, I'm going to do a, a wrap-up episode. Uh, new champion of Shaz... Oh, wait, no, hold on. That's the one in 25. My bad. My bad. It is, just in case you haven't realized yet, it is a thick DC week just because there was not a mucho last week. And I do apologize for not doing one last week or announcing it at all. It was because of Fan Expo. Um, Straight up, yo. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Phantasmagoria is out of, I believe, Black Caravan. Yes. So, just in case for some reason, for some reason, um, it's not through previews when I go through Scout, then, uh, yeah. But Phantasmagoria... In my very exclusive speculatory group that I belong to, and there's a chance that maybe you belong to it too, but not a great chance. Not a great chance at all, actually. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they call them pretty good there, and Phantasmagoria made the list. So, and I, I have, I do believe I still have the first Phantasmagoria that came out. Maybe it wasn't the first. Maybe it was just the first one I saw. But, yeah. Uh, Poison Ivy number three chugging along. These covers, it's just unfair being a Poison Ivy fan. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of put up a lot of my personal Poison Ivy covers for sale. And uh, successfully, successfully sold quite a few of them, if not all of them. Because, naturally. 
But uh, I, I think it's about time. Because, you know, if you're tuning in visually, the Joshua Middleton is stunning. It's absolutely stunning. It's not over-sexualized. It's elegant. She almost kind of looks pixie-esque, but at the same time, I'm good with it. It's not crazy super ginger. You know, it's like more of like an auburn hair. But not that there's anything wrong with the ginger. No, I'm not saying that. But uh, <laughs> I like ginger ivy too. That's kind of the attraction to me. But uh, this is, it's just gorgeous. And y'all know how I feel about Archer. Maybe you don't. But uh, most of the time, you know, I just, I think most of his female characters look very similar. They're just wearing a different colored spandex is all. But this, this is a masterpiece. The, this really is uh, art germ he he's just like Joshua Middleton you don't know what medium he's going to use like he he can you know how many textures he can throw at you he he really is great i'm not saying i'm not a fan i'm just not the super fan that a lot of people are and i don't talk you know i, I don't have anything poor to say about those that are oh that Joel Jones cover ugh What's that one in 25 look like? Alright. Alright. And the one in 50? See, this is just unfair. Who did that? Seb McKinnon. You're on my list now, Seb. See, that's super, like, aerial red. But at the same time... <sighs> I don't mind it. Not a, not a lick. Uh, um, I guess while I'm here, Oni Press is also on the lunar FOCs. But now since I just kind of condensed the entire FOC cutoff date to just s Sundays in general, some shops will go to Monday, but a lot of shops just prefer you do Sunday because, yeah, it's just easier that way for them because uh, they have to get it in by Monday at 5. And, you know, people are difficult. So, yeah, let's just say Sunday for the sake of your shop. But, um... Yeah, well, while, while we're here, we'll talk. I guess I can continue on with Scott. Uh, whatever. Um, Oni Press, we've got Rick and Morty Crisis on C? Crisis on, oh, C-137, there we go. All right, there you go, Rick and Morty fans from Oni Press. That's a number one of four, two covers there. Uh, Season of the Bruja. This is also Oni Press from Aaron Duran and Sarah Solar. Uh, it's a number one. It's a number five. So there you go. Uh, Sparks of Chaos. This is out of Comics Experience. This is a new publisher picked up from Lunar. Uh, Timur Schlem and Alex Malashev. Oh, Gleb Melnikov. Damn. All right. Um, so yeah, Sparks of Chaos number one. It's a three-parter. What's it say? An epic journey begins Yeah. A century ago, the ancient demigods were hunted down and forgotten by humanity. Now, they're fighting back in a steampunk twist on ancient myths featuring interconnected A covers in the style of a Greek evolves. Each oversized issue contains 48 pages of gods and monsters battling for the fate of our world. Alright, $8 book there. So it's a three-parter, $8, oversized, 48 pages, um... You know, you break it down 24, you know, all it is, it's just, 
you think eight dollars? Well, it's a six issue miniseries, is what it is. It's it's not. It's just because it's a three parter doesn't mean it's any shorter. Obviously, oversized issues. But um, don't don't. My point is is don't be deterred by an eight dollar price tag because if you sounded interested and you would have gone into it as a six parter, you're gonna pay the same amount of money. You know, less half the trips to the to the shop, half the time to have to wait for the series to come to a halt and end finale and uh yeah there you go and comics experience don't sleep on new publishers people don't do it there's a few variants on that as well uh sort of azrael number one this is a six-parter from dan waters very nice so it's gonna have a horror vibe to it it's gonna be uneasy i don't know why i shook my head like that uh, and uh, who's doing that? Nicolo, Nicol, Nicola, Nicola, Sismesia, Sismesia. The Warrior Angel of Saint Dumas returns. So there you go. There's more words here, as you can see, or maybe maybe you're a purist and you're still listening to Spotify or Apple. You know, um, if you're in the car, I suggest you do that, and then go home and catch it on the YouTube's. That way, you're you know you gotta. <laughs> oh man, you can you can push right. Whoa, Steam just updated. <laughs> uh, so one two two covers, a one in twenty five, a one in fifty. What's that look like? That looks pretty neato. Who did that? Joe Caseta, very nice. Um, sort of Azrael, Dark Knight of the Soul, number one one shot. All right, guys. That's it's too much now. Uh, two covers on that one, Junie Ba. All right, well, it's, that's got a very Mike Mignola type of feel to it. Very Mike Mignola like. Uh, from Black Caravan, we've got Vanity number three. There's a one in ten on that, and I do believe that wraps up the Lunar FOCs. Uh, long, long week. Jesus Christ, half an hour. That's just scouting. And like not even all of Scout to be perfectly honest, eighty percent of Scout, and uh, um, but DC. I don't think everyone else is going to be as thick though. To be honest, I just because DC didn't have anything, there was still an FOC for everyone else. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, all right. What's on a? Uh, oh, what's that? What is that? Is that shopcheers2comics.com? I accidentally just stumbled upon. Uh, use code podcast to check out. Is it raining outside? Kind of sounds like it. Never mind. It's not. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm a, I'm a f- yeah. Uh, FOCs. There we go. There we go. Let's get all set up here. Starting with Vault. We have Mindset number two. Two covers on that one. Vault Comics. They're mostly horror and thriller type of books. Uh, what's from Titan? You got your Doctor Who uh, Origins. Number three, four-parter. Three covers there. Scout. Who did I miss? Uh, Cities of Magic, number four. And Code 45, number two. Not to be confused with Code 45. Code 45. Um... What else do we have? God, my phone's blowing the fuck up right now. It's always during the goddamn recording. But we're just going to keep swimming, right, people? 
Just gonna keep swimming on up to wants to skip now. I feel like everybody's skipping per diamond and going over to lunar. I need more people to go over to penguin. Behemoth. Uh, Blind Alley, number four. That's a five-parter. And Dark Beach, number five of a six-parter. And Space Lady, number two. Oh, I remember Space Lady. Has number one came out yet? Did I skip Space Lady? Maybe it didn't come out yet. This one doesn't come out till August 10th, so there's still plenty of time. But I don't like it when the FOCs do when you know for a number two when we haven't had the opportunity to read number one yet. So you're really taking let's see, you're making us take a leap of faith on something that's already very. I'm either gonna love this and think it's genius, or it's not gonna be for me at all. And um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, or maybe it has come out, and for some reason I don't have it. But I'm pretty certain that I would have added this. But, oh well. From AWA, all number ones you should get from AWA. Uh, we learned from Hotel. What was it, last week I believe that broke? Uh, I think it's in the top ten most uh, purchased books uh, the last week. I'm pretty sure it was last week. Um, but, uh, so yeah, that mean, and that's because it was optioned, obviously. That, there's, there's, there's so much room, so much room for these AWA books. You know, they're, they're just doing great stuff. So this is Peter Milligan and Marcello Fusen. The Exorcist meets Alien. Should I, do I, do I need to continue on? I will. Okay. The Exorcist meets Alien in the sci-fi horror story. Mm-hmm. In the year 3000, mankind abandoned Earth and fled into outer space. Now, a disgraced priest called into action to perform an exorcism on a remote space colony is about to discover that no matter how far you run, you can't escape your demons. And this devil is, in fact, real. And I can't wait for to read this. That sentence wasn't good. Uh, two covers on that, Diodoto, because he's just the master artist over at AWA. He's he's the the, the big swinging, the big swinging genitalia. Hmm. See, see, I'm being exclusive. You can have a big swinging vagine too. You know, if <laughs> that's what you thrive for. You know, maybe maybe it's what would the equivalent be? What what would it be? Big floppy breasts? Would that be the equivalent? You know, you want to. I, I don't know. I'm a fucking moron. I only know comics good, like. From AWA, we're going to go to. Aftershock, and we have Vineyard. Or Vineyard. No, it's it's definitely Vineyard. It's Brian Hawkins and Sami Cavella. Look at this pitch. Um. Okay, the Vineyard is a family-owned winery that sows and reaps. See, in the first sentence, I'm by the blessing of the great god of wine and revelry. Dionysus. See, you don't want me to read this. Um, pause it if you have to. You know, see, all the more reason. See, there, I have it out now. All the more reason. See, it's going to be worth the effort. I'm excited. Excited. Um, aftershock to a blaze. We have 
Ls or Ellis. I think it's Ls. I think it's up. Oh, see, it's gonna be L. It's like multiplicity. That's my pepe. Uh, kid to Saint Toussaint Toussaint Evelyn Stockart. See, see now when you tune in, you can see I'm not just making up noises with my stupid tongue. You know, they're, they're, these these words aren't <laughs> names that aren't words at all, or maybe they are. Maybe Stockart means something. Maybe Toussaint. Is it Toussaint? I don't know why I gotta say it like that. I got the kid part though. Brian, shut the f uh alright. L is just another teenage girl. Most of the time. Bubbly and good natured, she wastes no time making friends on her first day at her new school. But L has a secret. She hasn't come alone. She's brought with her a colorful mix of personalities, which comes out when she least expects it. Who is L? Really? And Will her new friends stand by her when they find out the truth? I am. That sounds pretty awesome. That's that. That really does sound pretty amazing. I'm. 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 I'm definitely adding that. Definitely. We got a beat cover. Let's zoom in on this for you. All right. All right. It almost. It's kind of got a little bit of a Scotty Young vibe to it, but not all the way. You know, it's got its own thing. I would like to know what this is about. You know, I, I, I enjoy a character with multiple personalities. I love some Mark Spector. Um, I love Crazy Jane. You know, it's just... Uh, let's, let's see what happens here. I think characters like that have great potential to show great actors. Uh, or give great actors a way to show the fuck off. Yeah, I mean, so the Oscar Isaacs and the God, I can't believe I don't know the actor's name that plays Crazy Jane, but she is in my top five, all because of that range and just how likable she is. Boom, boom, studios, Bass Lask number ten. Gotta love some number ten. I mean, do you? But great things with Basilisk. Basilisk. I can't say it, but I read the first couple of issues and I'm like, this is gonna be good. This, you know, this will be a good apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> uh, shout out to the apocalypse hashtag on Twitter. Um, uh, but uh, what was I saying? The um, the the fucking uh, apocalypse read. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and by that, I mean the books that I stash away. For when, you know, comics, I just kind of maybe one day run out of stuff to read. Maybe something terrible happens again. Like that one time in 2020 when books weren't being shipped for, like, uh, uh, what was it, like four long months, six months, 20 years it felt like. You know, I, I gotta I gotta read some of my apocalypse pile. So this is what Basilisk is. Uh, I'm not current on it, I'm just convinced it's going to be good uh berserker number nine uh second printing who's that ron garney on the art there now get ready berserker collectors and i know if you're a long time listener you're like brian you shut your hypocritical mouth you said berserk number one is the worst 
uh, investment to go big on uh, the entire year. And to be honest, I, I stand by that, but I was specific in saying just the A cover. Um, now, may I be eating a little bit of crow? If I were to, you know, the, the, the A cover doesn't, you know, go up a little bit. Because I said the worst, meaning you're going to lose money. You're not going to make any money on, on this, and you're going to have a hard time just reselling and breaking even. Um, I already feel like I'm kind of munching on some some crow feet there. You know, I just kind of go on an ass first. <laughs> but uh, because my whole... Uh, it was just announced that Keanu Reeves... Uh, is doing a Comic-Con panel for Berserker. And, you know, we, it was said that Netflix is going to be a thing. He and Matt Kent, I believe, are also a big part of writing the Netflix series. Um, yeah, I mean, your Berserker books might start blowing up. But I think it's going to be more so the lower printed stuff, like that, that third print, mostly the third print. Uh, the, I think it was the gold foil, and then there's the fourth print. That's still going to do well, but the third print, I mean, when that came out, I think I think it topped out. I believe there was a $50 sale, but it stayed steady at about 30 bucks for a while. Now it's 10 Sometimes you can even get them for, you know, 5 bucks if, you know, you know where to look. But uh, I think they're going to start popping again. You know, and I think a lot of those exclusive covers that are the lower printed stuff that were a huge part of the massive almost ugh. was it was it close to a million on Berserker? I don't. It might have been a half a million or something. It was it was a obscene, obscenely large number. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. We'll just have to see. But I think Berserker books are gonna start popping again, and this lower printed stuff. Right here, the whole point of me going on about all this, the second printed stuff could start seeing some action if the right things happen. Um, uh, another one, Grim, number two. You Right now, I'm saying... Remember when Once in Future came out from Boom and the, 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 the reprints all the way up to number seven? I've, I've got a seventh printing. Of uh, I've got a one and a seven, I think. But uh, they were they were selling huge, and uh, I think that Grim Number Two second printing, same thing with something that's killing the children. The second printings still sell for twenty, sixty, seventy dollars. Some some of them on some of the reprints just because of how scarce they are. Grim is a series to follow. Uh, I, I think buying multiple. Reprints on Grimm. Uh, really, Grimm is my boom series to follow um, all, all, around, all the way around. Um, just because, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so good, and I, I think it really is potentially the next something is killing the children. Um, I, we got to see what the print run numbers are for number one. That's what we got to do. Because that was the whole the reason why something is killing the children as expensive as it is, um, isn't just because it's great. It's because it was super low printed. But I knew it. I've got I've got copies. Uh, Magic the Gathering number seventeen, couple covers there. You got to get your Mighty Morphin number twenty two, one two three covers there. Oh man, that FOC cover. Who's doing that, Vincenzo Riccardi? 
That's that's gorgeous. It's got a Tradmore meets Momoko if Momoko know how to proportion correctly. Well, let's just yeah, no, that that's that's the nicer way to say. It. I could just say if Momoko knew how to draw, but uh, <laughs> that's that's just mean. That's just mean. Uh, but uh, um. <sighs> that's a good cover. That's a god damn. That's a good cover. And it's an FOC reveal variant, meaning that you can only get it through the FOCs. Like you won't be able to reorder it. Um, it's yeah. I don't know. And then uh, wrapping up, boom. We've got Once in Future number twenty-eight. And there you go. Still going strong, baby. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of time before this book pops. And it, when it does, it's going to pop so hard. It really is. It, it, it's going to be huge. I, I, I can't. I can't wait. Sorry, I'm uh, trying to get my information pulled up here. I want to make sure I don't miss anything this week. Okay. Uh, from Dynamite, we do have a 007. We get a number one here. I don't know how far they're going to go. Oh, Philip Kennedy Johnson doing 007. Very nice. Very nice. Marco Finnegan on the art. Right on. And, you know, being Dynamite, there's going to be plenty of covers to choose from. So many covers. Uh, and let's see here. We got Red Sitha. Okay. And uh, Project Superpowers. All right. Right on. I think there's like 600 things there and three titles. Okay. I mean, it, might, it might be 25 or 30, but that's still a lot between three titles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that was Dynamite. Uh, let's go to IDW. Uh, Dark Spaces Wildfire. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. One, two, three, four covers on that one. Star Trek Mirror War. War Mirror War. That's not fun to say. Uh, that's the eighth issue, the final issue of this here miniseries. Uh, okay, what is this? True True Kilt? True Colt? I think, yeah, True Colt. Scott Brian Wilson and Leona Congas. All right, Marty... Tarantula, Tarantella, 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 but it's all—it's almost tarantula. I'm gonna call him tarantula. He looks like a tarantula. Has been flipping burgers for 15 years. He has no kids, no hobbies, no love interests, and essentially no life. But he does. What? What he does have is a plan to change everything. Years of watching the daily rhythms of the neighboring stores has given Marty the idea for a perfect heist. But when he accidentally steals a supernatural weapon from a cult full of violent lunatics, the resulting satanic panic will be way above his minimum wage pay grade. Nothing can prepare you for the coming of true cult, a deliciously <laughs> horrifying and hilarious new series that I'm going to be ordering multiple copies of because that sounds fantastic. One, two, three covers on that one. What's that Lovett cover look like? Maria Lovett. I see, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you definitely order 
if you're speculating, you do the A, the B, and the C. You go heavy on the A, comparatively, and then, yeah, B and the C. This, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just really admiring the simplicity of that cover. I like it. And then we also have, ooh, Sagi Yojimbo. Number 30. That's added W. Now we go to Dark Horse. We've got Avatar Adapter Die, number 4. Cyberpunk 2077 Blackout, number 3. It's a four-parter. One, two covers on that one. Frankenstein New World. Uh-oh. It's a four-parter from Mike Mignola. Okay. Tom Schneigowski. Schneigowski. Sorry. And Christopher Golden. There you go. Mike Mignola doing Frankenstein. Two covers. Uh, Mind Management Bootleg, number two. One, two, three covers on that one. There is a... What is this? Hmm. Very simple. Just black and says Flux House on it. Alright. I like the A cover a lot. You know? Very Cheshire Caddish. Who's that? Matt Lesn... Lesnowski. Lesnowski. I'm so sorry. I don't... <sighs> yep. Survival Street, number one. What is this? Oh, dude, this is fucking Sesame Street. Hey, have you ever... Th you ever think you'd hear that sentence? This is fucking Sesame Street. From James Asmus and Jim Festante. This amazing cover by... Abile... 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 Kusyanov. <sighs> it's probably all wrong. Alright, Survival Street is unrepentant action satire, tearing through a dystopia packed with economic and humanistic cautionary tales. After an unbridled wave of corporations take over America, the country is left completely deregulated and effectively carved up into feudal states where billionaires and businesses make their own laws. Among the wreckage, mass privatization shuts down public broadcasting forcing all the beloved edutainers out of the wait out of the down and dirty streets one group of them stick together determined to keep helping kids across the country and do it by becoming an a-team-esque band of mercenaries fighting for and educating kids in the crumbling corporate war zone of new best america yeah, no, this is... Uh, yep, that one's going to do good. I bet. I bet. Oh, and that B cover. See? Yeah, you got your... Uh, ben Dewey. The B cover is going to really kill it. God damn. This is going to be a good one, people. It's going to be a good one. Dark Horse coming in hot and heavy this week. From Image Comics, uh, we've got... 20XX Transport. It's a one-shot. We've got Ant number four. couple covers there. The Closet number three. I haven't read The Closet number two yet, but I loved the first issue of The Closet. James Tynan the fourth is just... The dude does horror well. He does. Um, I, I, I hope I don't feel the same way about The Closet number two as I did about Something is Killing the Children number two, and it makes me drop it. But I'm not, I, I'm not worried about it. I'm just... <laughs> I think it's going to be 
good all the way through. I mean, yes, every once in a while, a book will hit a bump. You know, I just don't like to see it drop a deuce, man. And what's that mean? It means, you know, it goes hard on the first issue. Uh, you're, you're pushing, you're pushing, and then number two, poop comes out. And, uh, <laughs> meaning it wasn't the best issue. It was all in the first issue. And then from there, you know, do you flush? Or is it a floater? How about all these shit metaphors for that ass, huh? It continues with the metaphors. Um, <laughs> what's dead lucky? Melissa Flores, 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 and French Carlo Magno. Y'all are testing me with the names this week. Good lord. But here I am with my name. My If y'all... Uh-oh. Did I just... Secret time. My actual name isn't Brian Wayne. Like, it is my actual name, but Wayne is not my last name. Um, it just... It's, um... Yeah, because it's a fucking goddamn mouthful of atrocities to try to pronounce with its weird German-derived Nordic... Yeah, in German they're like, whoa, bro, what is that? And in Norwegian they're like, that's not how you say that name, or spell that name. So yeah, it's just a... So I can't talk shit about names. you think I'd be better at pronouncing them naturally for having a fucked up last name. but And I'm not going to say it just because I like my anonymity. But, uh, yeah. So, sorry. A little weird rant. What? <laughs> Dead lucky, number one. Uh, San Francisco is changing. Tech Consortium Moro is a building the city of the future with peacekeeper robots looming on every corner and wherever Morrow isn't, the Salvation Gang is. Bibiana Lopez Yang. That's a, that's a very colorful family. Is changing too. She came back from Afghanistan with PTSD and the ability to control electrical currents. Uh-oh, she's electric. If she can hold it together, she might be the superhero San Francisco needs. But against an enemy this big, it's not enough to be good. She'll have to be lucky. Oh boy. Kind of a neat character design there. You know, you're just getting above the leg shot, but I don't feel like there's much below the legs that, you know, you possibly to reveal. The fact is, it's got a cool little mask. I got a... Jesus Christ, my dog just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, cool little mask there. Um, yeah. I kind of get like a skull digger, skeleton boy type of vibe off of that mask. But uh, Two covers there. Remember when I said 8 billion genies? Damn, no cover there. 8 billion genies is going to be the shit. Well, Amazon picked it up immediately. Um... $20 issue the, the, it's the, see the, the everything I just said about Grimm I carry over into 8 billion genies by every reprint of 8 billion genies this is images next hot shit book that that's a promise I mean I'm already right because I don't think there's another image book out there that's selling for 20 bucks a piece that's is there uh, not it's been a minute Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and with there being, as of right now, recording on a Friday, um, not being a whole lot of, or not being an image, or cover image, tells me all the more reason for it to be low printed and highly sought after. Uh, yeah, no, so far that's my image pick of the week, is the reprint of 8 Billion Genies, number one. Golden Rage, number one. It's a five-parter from Chrissy Williams and Lauren Knight. In a world, in a world, where older women who've been deemed useless to society and abandoned on an island... I still love you, older women. Golden Rage documents their golden years of... Well, not that old. Of making friends. (laughs) Uh, Baking dessert. And fighting to the death. What? Okay, you brought me back. He's a bad bitch. I dig it. Oh, it says grandma right there. Yeah, no, not that old. <sighs> uh, all right. One, two, golden rage. I see what you did there. It's the golden rage of... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. she going to do an F5? Or maybe she's just firemen carrying someone out of there. I don't know. Philadelphia uh, number 24. Don't sleep on this series. One, two, three, four covers on this one, too. Oh, from Jeff Lemire, we've got Little Monsters, number six. Dustin Nguyen doing some pretty fun art on that one. Admittedly, I wasn't as attached and drawn to Little Monsters as I thought. Um, Now, with that being said, all I did was I took the issue number one that I purchased for my personal... And I put it into my spec box. Because I feel like it is going to do well and has lots of potential. And, um, yeah. I just... It wasn't a read for me, is all. And already, I mean, the people that are reading are like, Holy shit, this is good. And, I I mean, I saw the potential. It just didn't land with me, is all. Uh, Metal Society, number four. A couple covers on that one. We've got Sweet Paprika, number 11. It's a 12-parter. You got your... All your not safe for work covers and your yeah, lots of covers on sweet paprika. The scumbag number fourteen marches on. What do we have for? Oh, it's the series finale. That's not. I don't like to hear that. Did it really get canceled? Well, shit. I hope it's not canceled. I hope this is where it's. But fourteen. I don't know. <sighs> Ernie finally gets everything that's coming to him. I don't know, man. I hope this isn't the final issue. We'll just have to see, I guess. I mean, it says final issue, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they can't continue on. But 14 is just such a weird number. What do we have for Spawn covers this week? We've got Spawn 332. Done by Lionel Francis Yu. I just met him this weekend. He's a pretty nice guy. That's a great cover. I like that. Is that the first Lionel Francis U spawn cover I've seen? Could be. Whoa, bro. Francesco Mattina. I like that he's signing his freaking books now. Dude. Ugh. Him and Bjorn Behrens. It just so happens they both work on spawn covers, but they're the best cover artists in cover making out there. So good. Ugh. Uh, Stillwater is on issue number 14 now. We've got That Texas Blood, number 16. Couple covers there. Time before time, number 15. Couple covers there. Twig, number 4. I gotta read my number 3. 
you know what? So here's the dealio. I don't just in case because I, I do believe at one point in time I said I tried to read Twig and I was like, eh, it just didn't hit me. Well, I tried again and I read one and two back to back and I was like, well, shit. See, and this is why I, I tend to give books a second chance. You know, sometimes you know I'm just not in the right mindset or whatever the fucking excuse may be. Um, but Twig, so far through issue two at the very least, is good. And yeah, no, I'm not dropping it. Uh, ordering multiple copies of stuff, you know, especially for the store, you know. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a diamond account yet, only because their shipping prices are atrocious. Uh, that's why I need Image and Boom and Dark Horse and IDW, I believe, <coughs> to go over to uh, either Lunar or Penguin. Yeah. I mean, I hate to see Diamond go down, but I don't want to sign up through Diamond with those shipping charges. You know, I don't know. Plus, I'm still going to get all my Marvel from Penguin. I don't know. Just a little inside baseball from a store's point of view. Uh, ba 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 ba. And you got a Momoko. Mm hmm. Yep, you sure do. And the what? The Walking Dead. The what? The what? The what? The what? The what? The Walking Dead. Everett. Deluxe, number 44. Oh, those covers. Gotta love it. I fell far behind. I was so excited. I was like, bro, you've read, like, the first 16 issues of The Walking Dead. And now I'm that far behind. I was all excited I was going to continue on. But, hey, now I have them. And in color. And, you know, the reason I didn't... I just so happened to have added The Walking Dead to my pull list on issue 186. That's how late I was on The Walking Dead. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, and who, who adds a book at 186? Seriously. I don't know. I guess I added Spawn at 286. But is there something to that? Hmm. Um, so, yeah, no. That, is that it? Is that all the indies? That's not it. That's just the indies. All right. That's, that's your image books due to be ordered by Sunday. You don't order them. They don't make them. That's a song I made up just now. Marvel Comics. All right. What do we have for Marvel Comics? We've got The Amazing Spider-Man number four, second print. Now... Uh, I don't think we're getting new characters popping up. I don't know why these books are going into a second printing. You know, I, I've really only heard one positive review on the new run. I haven't read Beyond One yet. I kind of want to do, I don't know. There's four of them out now, so I probably should. No, there's more than that, huh? I think there's five of them out now. Yeah, they're on issue five. Issue five has been on the shelves now at this point, so... Um, yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch up, but, ugh, I, I just thought the first issue was weird, and I, I respect John Romita Jr., um, his, you know, sometimes he hits me with some good stuff, but I'm just, I'm not that huge of a fan, you know, I have a hard time falling into his art, so, yeah, I don't know, Spider, this might be another dud of a spider run for me, I don't know, but there is a Corey Smith, Predator cover that I will definitely be having on my wall, just because I'll be having all the Predator covers on the wall. I don't know if you, uh, you might even be able to see 
If you're watching the YouTube, the one, yeah, the first one that came out there, the Captain America Sentinel Liberty. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That was a great one. It was a good start. Oh, I'm so glad we got Predator books coming out. Uh, Avengers number 59. We've got one, two covers there. We've got uh, Avengers X Men Eternals, aka Axe, Judgment Day number two. One, two, three, four, five. Five covers there. Captain America Sentinel Liberty number three. Now, keep your eye on this series, because something happened in number two with this, uh, mm, shucky darn, what's his name? Let's see if I can, oh, hang on, I'm a, I have it right here in front of me. What's the ghost name? Well, shit. I forget, but there's a character pops up in it that seems to have lots and lots of potential. So, with that being said, um, the, 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 the character's very story-driving. Get on Captain America Sentinel Liberty. It's not going to be highly printed. So, yeah. Great cover on that number, or B cover on that as well. Jesus. If you're a Captain America fan, fuck, if you're an America fan... That's that's military fan, especially. That's badass. That's gonna sell well. That what is it? Simone Bianchi. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's gonna sell well. Captain Carter wrapping up with its fifth issue, her fifth issue. Uh Fortnite Marvel Zero War number three. I need books sell them video game Obviously, this, this is, is a the Cheers solid, to Comics podcast, podcast with Brian Wayne. But flip it quick, though, because it's this not going to hold value. This is Mark Russell. Ah, uh, you listen to Cheers to Comics podcast. They expire after less than a year, so don't don't hold on. Podcast on recommendations, you ask. Um, so. Brian Wayne here, co-curator uh, of Vengeance the Apocalypse. And I know that this sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is the Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time, you all need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous. Podcast recommendations, Just think the Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because the Apocalypse is only here. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, uh, role playing about the future. I don't know anything. Anything. Think of a podcast. The troubling weight of the lips. Like the apocalypse. Um, a solid, with solid a pickup. Mm. Definitely. And do uh, not forget that. to follow probably a one the apocalypse on, on Twitter as well. Um, Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you. This may not be the final art here because right now as it stands in front of me it's black and white um, it could be colored but we'll, we'll see more likely it'll come out colored and then you got your pepe la raz uh ghost rider number one homage variant 
very 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 badass uh, but the the really the big one to get is the previews exclusive. You can only get it through Diamond. You can't get it through Marvel. Um, uh, limited to four thousand copies. It's it's the Pepe Larraz cover, but done differently. Like it's got like a grayscale to it as well. It's kind of got like a Sin City esque type of color tone to it. It's orange, is all. Um, beautiful. Beautiful fucking cover, and it is the between the A and the previews exclusive. This is, this book's gonna fucking set the world on fire. It is. Well, okay, maybe maybe I'm overhyping it. It's gonna do well though. I think it's an easy easy pickup. Um, I don't want to over dramatize it, but I think it's solid. He said that. Giant Size Gwen Stacy. This is a $10 book collecting the reprints of number 1, 2, and 3 of Gwen Stacy from 2019. So, there you go. Uh, there's a Momoko variant as well that... Yup, yup. It's sad that exists. Uh, Tamara Blake, I believe. I believe. Um, is the, sorry, spoilers, um, Iron Cat, that is in the suit, and she first appears in Spectacular Spider-Man Annual number four, you'll see that book has started to trend as well, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I think this, this, this concept might actually have some legs to it, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I mean, if Punisher can jump all up in the War Machine suit, why can't Black Cat? Well, not Black Cat. Um, some other chick jump in a hybrid Iron Man Black Cat suit, you know? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's got a lot of potential. I do. And this is the second printing. So, yep. Jane Foster, Mighty Thor, number three. Couple covers there. Maboko. We've got New Mutants number 28. Got, uh huh. That's still going. Going strong. We've got Punisher number 5. And that cover. I'm saying some stuff I hope doesn't really happen. They better not kill her off already. I mean, that's. Ugh. Such a. Ugh. That'd be very disappointing. But we'll see. I think Jason Aaron's better than that. Uh, we've got Bounty Hunters number 26. Few covers on this one, but definitely the one to pick up is the Christopher Sprouse uh, Choose Your Destiny variant. This is going to be the first official cover appearance of Riva uh, from, you know, what was it, Han Solo? And, uh, yeah, Obi Wan, not Han Solo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew that was wrong. Um, so. You know, regardless of how you feel about her, she's uh, this is her first cover appearance, and I think it's a solid eight to ten dollar book when it comes out, very easily. Uh, Star Wars Han Solo Chewbacca number five. Any Star Wars book has potential for a new appearance as well. They're not all, you know, I'm. Just, it's a very world building series. Just all there is to it. Um, very different from the movies. It's all Skywalker. That's for sure. But with that being said, beyond the potential, uh, with any given issue of there being a new character popping up, you also once again have a Christopher Sprouse 
<sighs> Keeve Trennis, choose your destiny variant, and I've decided that she has my favorite lightsaber. I think it's it's badass. That's that's so sweet. It's it's double sided, but it's not extra long. Um, but it, it's it's that fuck that handle is just reminds me of the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. Uh, Star Wars Mandalorian number two. This now number one hasn't come out yet, but being that it's solicited to where Rodney Barnes is going to follow the storyline of the TV series. Um, my guess is in issue number one, you're going to get your first cameo appearance of Grogu, and this number two is going to be the first full. And regardless, it's going to be the f- second cover appearance. Well, no, probably not, because, yeah, never mind. But still, great covers. It's, it's number two, it's, you're not, it's not going to hurt to go heavy on at all. I really do think it's going to be the first full appearance of baby Grogu, so, yeah. Um, Venom Lethal Protector number five. There is an amazing John Boy Myers variant to this one. Um, and you got X Men Legends number one. The A cover is going to sell like hotcakes just for the sake of the A cover, plus it's X Men. Uh, Jurgen's variant. <laughs> Classic. You got a Todd Knock headshot variant. So, yeah, there you go. Those are your FOCs this week. You know, my uh, I said Ghost Rider is the 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 pick of the week, the the A and the uh, previews. So you can't get that one through uh, Penguin. I'm gonna have to go through my shop to get this one. Um, so keep that in mind. That, that's that's it's very important that you recognize that. And uh, yeah, the the Star Wars 26 and Mando number two. Yep, good stuff this week. Don't sleep on L's. L's is going to be great. I got a really good feeling about L's. And what was the other one? Um, I know there was another indie that I was excited about. Uh, Shit. Well, no, it was a boom book, I think. Was it a boom book? Was it IDW? Oh, yeah, True True Cult. That's what it was. It was IDW. Um, So, yeah, great, great stuff. Great stuff, so... Um, I will be back in just a moment to talk about the books coming out next week that you should have already pre-ordered, but maybe some new information has come to light and you could still maybe reserve some copies through your shop if you call them soon enough. We'll see. We'll find out together. Hang on. Stay tuned. Be right back. All right, I am back, and we are talking about the books coming out on the 6th of July. And, uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Wait, no, hold on. No, the 11th. I mean, the 12th. My bad. The 12th? Is there no DC? No, there might not be. Yeah, the 12th. (laughs) The 12th. Sorry. (laughs) Fuck, it might even be the 13th. What did I say? It is the 13th. My bad. Regardless, uh, let's just get down to it. Let's start with the stuff coming through Lunar. Starting with Vault, we've got Barbaric, Harvest Blades, number one. And I'm just going to go through the stuff that stands out to me. I should get on my handy dandy device here and see if there's anything that could have come to light. I, should, I probably should have done that during the 
intermission, huh? But I like to live dangerously. That's the truth. Uh, so yeah, the 13th. Yep, nope. I didn't think so. So yeah, um, we're just gonna kind of skip through here. What is the... There's a Batman 125, some, or I mean, sorry, number 125, not a 1 in 25, number 125. Oh, shit, I see what you did there. I was just focusing on the front of the ship at first, or whatever that is. I think it's a blackjack table. It's, it's a roulette wheel. I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's a city or something. Regardless, it's a bunch of, it's, just think, jocks. Batman Joker cover. This is, yeah. Yep. Like that. And it's acetate. That's going to sell well. So if that comes out, grab that. Um, the Barbaric is definitely something I would pick up too. Um, scooting through here. Uh, da -da -da -da. What is DC versus Vampires Crypt Edition? Coffin Edition. Okay, contains DC versus Vampires 1 through 3, that's the Coffin Edition, and the Crypt Edition is 4 through 6, very nice, I like it, once again they're doing the horror cover homages, don't ask me which ones are, but uh, yeah. let's keep cruising along through here, I don't think there's anything super juicy hold on hold on hold on we got our mullet cop remember mullet cop it's picked up it's another seven dollar issue but come on look at that look at that ah good stuff rogues isn't a bad pickup rogues isn't a bad pickup at all um oh you know what you know it's not in the key collector but because you know i keep my my ear to the ground we got a first appearance of Dreamer. Mm-hmm. In Superman, Son of Cal, number 13. So definitely snag this. If you didn't already. Yep. But don't be that guy where it's, you know, you get to the, 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 the shop early on Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever they put out their DC books. And you, you snag everything. You can't, you're only allowed to have a bunch of them if you pre-order them. Um, don't, don't be, but, uh, you know, the shelf dweller, shelf dweller, there we go, uh, it's just, it's just not good for the comic book environment at all, uh, you know, and it creates a false demand of scarcity, and it's just a dick move, too, you know, that's why you listen to this show, so you know what to pre-order, you're gonna get them cheaper anyway, and, uh, yeah, um, hopefully shops put a limit on stuff like that, but, Yep, um, and also first cover appearance as well happening on this. It's just, this is a, I mean, if there is going to be a DC book that's going to, you know, get some attention, it's probably going to be this one this week. Uh, what's, yep, I don't think that's going to do it for, uh, for Lunar. We'll uh, snag on out of that, and let's see what's going on with uh, previews. World oh, Diamond is what I mean to say. What's coming out? Oh, I'll just go to new releases. There we go. Next week, comic books. 
Starting with the vaults. Yep, there's that barbaric again. You know, let's just uh let's just jump right up into Marvel, huh? Uh, we've got the Avengers Forever number six, second printing. I think it's going to do well. It's not necessarily a first cover appearance, but it's a good cover appearance. Uh, Axe Eve, Judgment number one. The the Garson cover, probably going to do very well. Uh, not to mention, you should probably just be reading it anyway, just for the sake of. You know, Daredevil number one's coming out this week. If you forgot, get on it. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 45. I do believe we were getting the first full appearance of Reed Richards' sister in this one, or maybe it's the next issue. I forget. Regardless, you should be reading Fantastic Four, because get ready, because, you know, David Pepos has taken over, and that's crazy news. Oh, I can't wait to talk to him about that. That's coming. That's coming. Very soon. Stay tuned for that. Did you guys catch the Creator Corner this week? Yeah. Congratulations to that. Um, <laughs> Tony Fleeks, not a bad not a bad first grab, huh? Not bad at all. I thought actually I was pretty proud of it. Um, so Creator Corner's back. Get ready for David Pepos and me and myself and I to talk the fantasticest of fours. So, you know, oh, what's that? Is that Doom? Anything Doom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's good. Um, who is this? Russell Dodderman. Mm-hmm. That's a great Doom. That's a great one. Uh, you know, you got your fantastic, or your fantastic, your Fortnite Marvel Zero. Uh, the B cover, though, the Medina cover, to be more specific, is the AF-15 homage. Never, never a bad idea to grab an AF-15 homage. You never know. You know, that see this is one that you can hold on to past the expiration date and you know, still hold value if not even be the most valuable one of the of the bunch. Uh Immortal X Men number four, cover of the year contender for sure. Mark Brooks just does that. He has that appeal. This is amazing. The MF oh, it's so good. And I remember because I follow him on the social media. His his work in progress on this is just uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's much else. You never go wrong, Spider Punk. I think we're gonna get like the Daredevil of the other universe. Yep, and first cover. Yeah, you never know, man. Is anything Spider-Man multiverse has all of the potential. You got some Choose Your Destinies, love some Kylo Ren. Uh, oh, and Mando number one out this week, so be prepared to get... Oh, yes. Yes. We are, like I said, cameo of Grogu, more than likely. More than likely. We'll see. Oh, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited Rodney Barnes gets to do this. And George Jonti's art's gonna be amazing. I'm so happy with just the Addy Granov A cover. I'm man, I'm excited. Uh we've got yeah, yeah, I think that's it. X Men Hellfire Gala. You know, you got you know you gotta grab the Hellfire Gala. The art germ cover's gonna do phenomenally. Always. You know, that's an easy seven to twelve dollar 
flip, I would imagine. Just speculating. But that's where I'm at on that. I think that's an easy, easy flip. So, uh, yeah, no, th- th- those are those are the things that I would keep an eye out for, just in case you missed them, you know, you get the opportunity. You know what you could do, instead of, if you missed out and you want multiple copies, um, hit up one shop, then go to another shop and grab one, then go to another shop and grab one, then you're supporting multiple shops, you know, you know, make it, make it, <sighs> see, that, that that's acceptable, but grabbing a handful off the shelf on release day that that's that's barbaric you know that that's the stuff that makes flippers seem like a bad thing and you know it's just yeah pre-order your books um so there you have it people remember hit up shop cheers to comics.com use code podcast and save yourself additional money um, uh, when you're over at 307nerdsforever.com, use code CHEERS, and he, he's got a promo code for you guys as well. It's all love, man. It's all love in this industry. Let's keep it that way. Uh, stay tuned. I've got some good creator corners lined up. You know, the, 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 the gates have opened up, so... We'll see. I'm still going to take it slow, though. It's not going to be a weekly thing. Hold your horses. It's going to be a surprise type of situation. Uh, I'm not going to overwhelm myself right in, especially now that I'm doing all this video stuff. But, um, yeah, stay tuned, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. We're gonna we're, we're, we're just getting started. You know, we're halfway through the year. we we still got a lot of year to go, most of the year. Um, all right, I'm done rambling. Uh, I'm going to talk to you the next time with things about comic to talk about. In the meantime, I'll come in and just stay safe and progress one, two, three.